This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, I'm Rich Bradbury and welcome to the all new Resource Center, your one-stop shop for insights and strategies to help build and grow your business. In the rapidly evolving world of business technology, customer relationship management, you might know it better as CRM systems, have become essential for businesses seeking to enhance their customer engagement and their sales efficiency. Moving into 2024, the landscape of CRM is being reshaped uh, by several key trends and tech advancements driven by the integration of artificial intelligence, AI, and automation and it offers a multitude of different levels of personalization in customer interactions. Voice tech, as well as mobile-first approach, have emerged as mainstream features within CRM interfaces, and these developments imply a significant shift towards more dynamic and responsive CRM strategies. So what are the latest CRM trends and strategies that businesses should consider and maybe adopt this year and beyond? I'll be speaking with Jibu Matthew, Vice President and General Manager for Asia-Pacific at Zoho Corporation. They're a tech company that makes computer software and web-based business tools to unravel the secrets. Um, and if you have any thoughts, you can get us on our U-Mobile WhatsApp number. We are on 018-789-8899. You can reach out to us on X at BFM Radio. Welcome to the show, Jibu. Well, thank you very much for having me on the show, Richard. It's an absolute pleasure, sir. Um, of course, I want to dive straight in then, of course. You've heard me talking about uh, AI there. You heard me talking about voice tech and mobile first. What do you think, in your professional opinion, are the current and the key CRM trends that you at Zoho have identified? Well, thank you for that question. Actually, it's a very relevant question. Of course, it's a it has got a broad answer to it too. Uh, uh, but when you look at CRM trends itself, or even the trend in technology itself today, AI is becoming a very important part of it. Artificial intelligence is kind of becoming even like a commodity soon, and which means uh, that's going to be a big uh, uh, game changer in any tech field, specifically uh, customer relationship management. Okay. Uh, the, The reason being, you know, uh, the kind of amount of data that can uh, be generated by uh, between interactions between customers and uh, uh, vendors, the kind of data that you get are more digital in nature, and it fits exactly into a space wherein AI can play a big value at supporting right. the sales and marketing teams. Mm-hmm. The role of AI itself is going to be a very major trend in CRM as one mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Uh, another important aspect, especially when you look at AI, is how privacy itself is going to be playing a bigger role. Organizations that are going to depend on third parties uh, to achieve these, right, or consume these technologies, uh, definitely businesses would, uh, or users of these technology would be uh, interested to know how their data is being processed. So the way how businesses are, you know, potential vendors are going to utilize my data and keep it uh, according to my privacy concerns is going to be another essential trend. So mm. especially if you're depending on third parties for maintaining your customer information, 
organizations are going to look at privacy policies of those vendors. Mm. So here again, uh, we're talking about PII information and how it is processed in different jurisdictions. Uh, it is quite complex to be uh, compliant and hence uh, being safe on how you manage customer information uh, is again a very important aspect on how vendors are chosen for uh, you know uh, being in their CRM partner. Sure. Now, um, you touched on data there, of course, and data uh, is a big commodity, as we know. Um, now, what ways do you think businesses utilizing data analytics within CRM systems, uh, what can they do to gain deeper insights into customer behavior and preferences from that data? Yeah, so you're, so uh, what can businesses do to get more insights from this data? Yeah. So when you look at insights, uh, okay, if you look at the customer journey today, right? So the initial uh, steps that businesses took were to increase the amount of digitization, right? So get as much data in digital uh, format initially and then make sense out of it and then digitalize the whole business process itself to make it uh, uh, like, uh, you know, a self-service model to a good extent. Mm. So if you look at uh, how these tools have evolved, I would say initially you would have seen a lot of web analytics on how traffic used to, you know, you know how to, what is the kind of uh, products that your customers are interested in when they land on your website. Yeah, uh, There are other aspects in terms of digital or interactions with customers. Previously, it may have been just on the phone, but today it's probably interaction on your website, interacting with your brand on social media, interacting on uh, the, your K-based portal on your website, which answers a lot of questions for prospects. Uh, there are a uh, download of uh, a marketing collateral. There are a lot of signals that a, a sales team or an organization can get about their products and signals from their potential customers based on, mm. for example, the IP address of a customer it's could, itself could tell you who is looking at your product. It may not be from a geography that you are really serving. It could be from a geography that you are not serving. And hence, you could take different actions based on such information. Right. So, there's a lot of data being generated. And given the explosion or I would say uh, the amplification of uh, these sources and the segments it can be, for example, People accessing from a phone versus accessing from a web browser mm. tells you uh, something about it, right? So how how serious they are in the decision probably or, you know, uh, how they are interacting with others. A lot of such signals come in uh, for a business to make decisions. And mm. how you are able to process this information, how you are able to make fast decisions, right? That actually uh, is important. And... A lot of these tools, right, give that kind of, uh, can give that insight to a salesperson to make that decision, to make that uh, decision better, to have a higher probability to have a positive outcome. Mm -hmm. Now, we, of course, uh, have been talking about AI for the past few months, past couple of years for some of us, uh, maybe even a bit, of a, lo a bit longer. Um, now, with this integration of AI into some of the CRM systems, how has it evolved in, in I guess, it, just in the past year? And how has that impacted uh, the customer 
uh, relations and engagement? Yeah, so I think uh, uh, to especially in the to understand how it has evolved in the past one year, mm. very interesting question. Uh, as a matter of fact, AI is not new. We know AI yeah. and been interacting with artificial intelligence in some form for the last ten years. Yeah, especially in the consumer technology world. Yeah. While in business, of course, or even in the consumer world, in the last one one and a half years, generative AI was uh, the biggest. Um, up, up, uptake in the AI itself or the next level of AI was generative AI. Mm. Now, how do we bring in that technology itself into uh, a CRM uh, CRM or in any interaction with customers? Well, at Zoho, uh, for example, uh, we provide various tools to customers for uh, uh, interacting with, uh, you know, or for generating content or and interacting with customers. As an example, let's say um, a salesperson is trying to, uh, you know, write a first draft of an email to send to a potential uh, customer. Mm. They could give in a few prompts, and what Zoho has brought in, along with Zia, the AI agent for Zoho, where we integrate with OpenAI's ChatGPT for generative AI capabilities. What we have brought in is we have enabled the salesperson to generate that first draft by giving just a few prompts about what he or she wants to write. So you can actually get an automated first draft as an example. Ah. There are quite a few examples. There could be even examples wherein uh, inside Zoho's uh, uh, chat application called Zoho Click, well, there could be uh, uh, three to five different people who are interacting uh, from the technical team, from the project team, from the product team, from the sales team, let's say a new person joins that particular group, uh, chat group. Well, uh, in Zoho Click, we can give a quick summary of the whole conversation. The conversation may have gone for like months, right? But when somebody joins in suddenly today, well, we are able to give a quick summary of all that conversation so that that person can be up to speed quickly. I mean, mm -hmm. these are actually uh, very important but small deltas that we bring into our existing applications. Mm. So generative AI introduction into, I would say, the uh, entire uh, you know ecosystem globally, including those who write content, interact with or generating images, tweaking videos, writing or transcribing audio, whatever, right? That generative AI's appearance in this whole scheme of things in the technology world is actually transformational. And our philosophy on how to make sure generative AI is brought in in a positive way for impacting work is by bringing it contextually in your scheme of work so that you don't have to go out of your existing tool to use that technology, but we have brought it seamlessly in the context of work so that uh, all employees can actually use generative AI. And as a matter of fact, this does not stick to just our CRM, but we have our entire CX suite, which includes the CRM portion of it, we have uh, the support part of it, which is Zoho Desk. We have a whole suite of apps for marketing, for different aspects. We have brought in this generative AI capability into many of these tools so that uh, whoever uses it gets the benefit. And even as the technology is evolving, we add on to that and then users automatically get it by default into the product. Okay. 
Uh, Jibur, we need to take a short break here, my friend. Uh, folks, you are listening to Resource Center, your one-stop shop for insights and strategies to help build and grow your business. We're discussing CRM trends and strategies that business should consider and adopt into 2024 and beyond. I'm on the line with Jibu Matthew, Vice President and General Manager for Asia Pacific at Zoho. I'm Rich Bradbury, of course. We'll be back after a few messages. Keep it here on BFM 89.9, the business station. Busy Finding Money, BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back to Resource Center, your one-stop shop for insights and strategies to help build and grow your business. I am Rich Bradbury. Today on Resource Center, we are uh, talking about CRM trends and strategies that businesses should consider and adopt in 2024 and beyond. I'm speaking with Jibu Matthew the Vice President and General Manager for Asia Pacific over at Zoho. Jibu, um, we've explored quite a bit so far, but let's talk about the um, new strategies. Uh, and what kind of new strategies do you see companies adopting to enhance customer experience through their CRM platforms? Well, one of the uh, interesting ways for uh, usage of CRM itself is to make decision-making faster. Mm. Uh, sometimes that is uh, underappreciated, but sometimes, for example, uh, when you are uh, when a customer is trying to buy a product, the product quote generation itself could take days. Right. So uh, for complex things like say, let's say for example, if it's a electric motor, you know, for a manufacturing company, if you want to generate a price quote, it could get quite uh, it could take quite a bit of time because of filling up a very, very long form of 100 to 200 or 300 parameters, right? So sometimes it's about generating price codes quickly is one aspect which I feel is important uh, for improving the experience of uh, customers. It's about the ability for a salesperson to respond uh, correctly to a sales query. You know, improving that time to respond itself is uh, very critical for great customer experience. Well, that is one aspect. The other more uh, broader aspect, I would say, is about their ability to be in touch with the brand uh, until they make, uh, throughout the whole journey. For example, a lot of buy decisions may not happen overnight, right? Mm -hmm. so it may take, uh, you know, a customer or a potential customer, I would say, may reach out to a salesperson at different times of their buy journey. For example, sure. let's say, for example, in the consumer world, right? So you, uh, let's say you have a new condominium and you're planning to renovate it. I know as soon as you buy, you may not have decided to, you may have decided to buy, but you're still working on the budget for the renovation work. Yeah. And hence, you will reach out to the interior design company and for a price quote. In this particular case, you are not even decided, you already bought your apartment, for example, right? So you're still just uh, in the educational phase. Mm. And your buy decision could happen a year or two ahead. So from that interior design company's perspective, here is a potential customer who is only in the, who's doing more of an educational uh, aspect of the buy process, part of the uh, buy process, right? Uh -huh. So in that scenario, that in interior design company should uh, be able to handle that customer in an appropriate manner, and later on, when they come to us, uh, come to the vendor, come to the interior design company, they should be able to respond to them correctly. Mm. Right. So, 
the ability to manage customer expectations, whatever be their, uh, you know, uh, the stage of their buy process is an important aspect. And that is one place, again, where a CRM is quite useful. And of course, it's also about being able to consistently collaborate with other sales team members to give consistent responses as per their respective corporate policies. Those mm -hmm. are some of the uh, key things that are relevant uh, in this context. Can we talk a little bit about, um, you know, when we've, we're, we're now, a lot of stuff is, is mobile first. And a lot of stuff obviously is now cloud-based. How has that changed the way that businesses manage their customer relationships, especially when it comes to like remote work environments? Yeah, so this is again another very important uh, trend, I would say, uh, with the advent of cloud and how cloud has become almost uh, as ubiquitous as HTTP or the web browser today mm. for uh, even for a CRM. Uh, I think... Uh, the you know the 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 how the fact that even online meetings have proven its uh, uh, usefulness, cloud is an even bigger enabler, especially for business software tech. The reason being, uh, wherever the salesperson or the customer is, they can always interact uh, with each other. So, be it a salesperson who is just responded. Uh, to a customer uh, just before leaving office and they you know head out to the uh, the uh, MRT right and do you get a corresponding reply from the customer you can still reply to them uh, contextually look up a price quote on your mobile app on the CRM or look at for other details from your application and respond to those emails mm. so the ability to do that is very essential and the fact that when your when your application is cloud based, well, you may even open up, say, a customer portal to uh, your customers, and hence they can also interact with uh, your business to get other updates about the way you have sent them information or about the price quote or other details. Your customers can also log in and get a consistent experience. And one important thing that cloud enables or forces businesses to do is it kind of becomes a little bit more like a zero trust network, which means right. by yep. default, the, the security aspect to your CRM is also quite good compared to what it would have been otherwise on-prem. Mm. Right? So mm. those are, of course, that's a very huge value that is not necessarily visible. However, that security angle that also comes in because of cloud vendors taking security a lot more you know, seriously uh, is a plus point, especially when you're looking at a cloud uh, solution. Okay. Uh, let's take another uh, short break here, Jibu. I've got a few more questions for you before I let you go. Uh, one of the ones I want to uh, focus on when we come back, of course, is uh, data privacy and compliance. Uh, something we, we briefly touched on earlier, but of course, as you mentioned, in every region, uh, laws are different, guidelines are different. Maybe we can touch on that a little bit after these messages. Folks, uh, you're listening to Resource Center, your one-stop shop for insights and strategies to help build and grow your business. We're discussing CRM trends and strategies that businesses should consider and adopt in 2024. I'm with Jibu Matthew, the Vice President and General Manager for Asia Pacific at Zoho. 
I'm Rich Bradbury. We'll be back after a few messages. Keep it here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. But films, man. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back to Resource Center. It is your one-stop shop for insights and strategies to help build and grow your business. Um, Today, we are talking about CRM trends and uh, strategies that businesses should consider and adopt in 2024 and beyond with Jibu Matthew, uh, the Vice President and General Manager for Asia Pacific at Doho. Jibu, um, we touched on it very briefly uh, at the beginning of the show when we spoke about uh, data privacy and uh, compliance. How is this increasing focus on those topics um, and especially how it relates to global regulations, how is it shaping CRM trends in 2024? Because, of course, you know, in Malaysia, we have the PDPA. I think in Europe, they have their own um, guidelines and compliance and laws and one thing or another. Is that changing the way that CRM is developing and is used regionally and globally? Yes. So the short answer is yes, but how? Well, it's a bit more uh, broader topic, especially because uh, we should first of all look at why those laws came in in the first place. Yeah, uh, These laws uh, came in in the first place to reduce the uh, kind of abuse of personal information to make uh, for advertisement or for uh, uh, purposes that it was not intended for, right? Mm. So mm. Uh, one of the impacts of uh, I mean, one of the, there's a plus and a minus, negatives and positives for uh, digitalization. Even as more uh, users interact online, there's a lot of information that you give about yourselves to whoever's website you're accessing. That information is very useful, especially when uh, you have organizations that are serving you advertisements across websites, right? So, uh, so this is one aspect that is important to keep in mind. And when an organization has digital information about you, they can use it to make decisions uh, indirectly on your behalf. Right. Almost something of that sort, right? It yeah. can intend to do that. So especially when it comes to CRM technology, you're talking about customer information and uh, your customers are yours and ideally, no third party should be able to make, for example, let's say I'm selling cars. Yeah. So customers who come to my website are typically those who are interested in cars or buying a car, right? Let's say, let's make it very simple as that. So yeah, yeah. that information is good enough for somebody who is showing advertisements to show me other uh, car dealers' ads, right? So that is one example of how um, you know, uh, uh, there's an unintended utilization or usage of my customer information, right? Mm-hmm. So CRM technology, CRM specifically, when it comes to CRM and data privacy, uh, when you uh, hand over data to a third party, especially to store your own customer's information, uh, there is always a thought process or a, or a concern from businesses that that information will be used to uh, train data models and those data models could be used by my own competitor, right? And that's going to benefit them, right? So definitely every business has some 
a unique thing which is not known maybe by others or not easy for others to uh, execute. And now if technology is going to uh, kind of democratize and make whatever I know to everybody else, that doesn't really help. Mm. Especially when uh, you're dealing with your customer information, you would rather rely on vendors who have a strong data privacy and IT security policy. And that's again one example where as Zoho as an organization, we have taken a very strong stance, uh, a, a principled stance that you know we do not have any uh, 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 revenue model in our business which depends on advertisement. Right. Zero advertisement-based uh, you know, revenue models. And we, 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 we think we will keep to that because customers trust us with their data and customers' data belongs to them and we cannot use that for any purpose. So that is the mm -hmm. kind of stance we have taken. And we feel that we are justified, though the stance was taken maybe uh, quite a long time ago, even before GDPR, etc., was so uh, you know uh, stringent. We feel that that stance was very important, especially because uh, you know a customer's data belongs to them, and it doesn't belong to the vendor who is holding the data. So, yeah. unlike some of the other vendors in the industry that may treat it differently, that's what I was going to say. I mean, it, that's quite a strong stance to have, Jibu. You know, compared to some of the competitors that are out there, what? Why did you feel so strongly about it? I think uh, if we put ourselves in our customers' shoes, we will know that you know it is important that uh, each business has something unique, yeah. and that unique thing belongs to them. And especially when uh, uh, the whole purpose of on-premise software was for that data uh, secrecy and privacy, right? And when you are moving to the cloud for uh, a better way of doing things, I think it is kind of uh, obvious that we, those uh, data boundaries are still retained when you switch to the cloud. Right. And just because uh, customers move their data to the cloud, uh, there shouldn't be a difference in how they perceive their data is handled. So I think okay. that was quite natural for us to uh, imagine how that has to be handled. Mm. Of course, putting ourselves in the customer's shoes, we realized that that is uh, very important, even with our own data. Mm. I, I guess then I, I've got one final question for you before I wrap up. And um, when we talk about businesses um, adopting CRMs or, or using CRMs, whether or not they're SMEs, MNCs, GLCs, whatever they are, very, uh, very briefly, what strategies, if you were to tell one company, you know, a single strategy about maximizing their CRM's potential, what do you think it would be? So uh, when you look at CRM, okay, the first and foremost is get one process working uh, perfectly right. The one process that is most critical because every business may have a different process or a different aspect of their whole sales process that is actually driving customer value mm. or driving revenue for them. Identify that process and improve that one process first because that goes a long way to even build your own confidence to rolling out CRM in a more strategic way. Mm. I think that's what I would uh, recommend as my uh, one important aspect. Jibu, Matthew, thank you so much for joining me on the phone line today. Thank you very much for having me today on the show, uh, Richard. It's been an absolute pleasure. 
Folks, I've been speaking with Jibu Matthew, the Vice President and General Manager for Asia Pacific at Zoho. Uh, you have been listening to the all-new Resource Center, your one-stop shop for insights and strategies to help build and grow your business. If you did miss any part of this conversation, you can catch the podcast on our website at bfm.my or download the BFM app. You can also find our shows on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast players. You just need to search for Resource Center. Looking ahead, we've got the uh, 12 o'clock news bulletin. And then, of course, it's the all-new Enterprise Explores. And that's the show where we help you navigate the ever-changing universe of business from the headlines to the bottom line. I'm Rich Bradbury for BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.